Hey folks, what's going on? Uh, you've tuned into the uh, uh, the fuck Trump and let's get Joe Biden and um, uh, into office uh, podcast. <laughs> no, you have not. I'm sorry. Uh, oh. We're not going to get Bumbly Joe into office. If Bumbly Joe gets into office, he gets into office. But uh, you are you have tuned into Darwin's Family Crest presents Heavy Metal Parking Lot, and uh, I am Derek. He is Jeremy. And uh, we missed you guys last week. Um, we My had internet was being retorted. It's fair, though. You know, everybody has to adjust to wearing the masks, including your router. Yeah. So we have, to, we have to make our, you know, and I, I find that I, it takes me at least twice as long to uh, come to Climax whenever I'm using. Uh, <laughs> well, I've been using oven mitts to be double safe, but. Uh, <laughs> Oh God, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. Period. I'd rather get it. I don't I, unless it looks literally like Sub Zero or Scorpion. I am not interested. I've been watching so many YouTube videos with like Mortal Kombat New Era, where they just put everybody from every fighting game in that's ever existed, from people from Killer Instinct to like they put Laura Croft in. It's it's so awesome. Like 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 everyone that you can imagine fighting with. J. Um, Joe versus Laura Croft. <laughs> I legit saw Shaggy from Scooby Doo and the fucking Mystery Machine. Is it uh, sad that I was hoping you meant Mr. Boombastic? <laughs> uh, no Shaggy, no Shaggy yet. Uh, not not uh no uh, we 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 couldn't get uh, licensing. It uh, wasn't me. Ha <laughs> ha. ass. Oh, that's so good. Uh, other things that are so good, though. Um, being back here, being able to record, um, having an opportunity to spend a little bit of time with you. Uh, we hope all y'all are staying safe out there. And um, I, we sincerely hope um, that uh, you guys are tuning in. And uh, this is bringing you a little bit of joy and some pretty... Pretty much bleak times that we're kind of walking around here with, uh, with all, you know, all of us looking around, looking like, uh, um, looking like Mortal Kombat characters and stuff with our Ooh, masks. That's, and... that's a real good uh, segue as well. As far as bleak goes, I have probably the bleakest choice that I've ever chose for this show so far, <clears throat> both in album and song choice. Um, my choice tonight comes off the Ghost Reveries album by Opeth. The song is called The Grand Conjuration, and it is one of the darkest songs I've ever listened to. And it's like ten and a half minutes of just <laughs> letting Satan assimilate himself onto you. Yeah, it's it's the dearth of emotions. It's 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 like taking your heart and dragging it through the gravel and then asking it to write a greeting card. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I feel like I would be remiss if I didn't get into a little bit of Ghost Reveries before we talk about the song in particular. Ghost Reveries is kind of a pseudo-concept album, and uh, it kind of tells the story of a guy that, through the songs, uh, starting with Ghost of Perdition... By either symbolically or literally killing his mother sets off this chain of events that he eventually 
in the song, The Grand Conjuration, just gives into it and allows Satan himself to possess this guy, and he immediately fucking regrets it. And the song is pretty much the roller coaster ride, the culmination of the entire thing. It's it's not the last track, but it's the last track of the concept album of Ghost Reveries, and it is just fucking insane from start to finish. And I think, like, for you to bring it up that it's a concept album, it's very different from many concept albums that I've, like, bore witness to, because it's, it is just laden with long tracks. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Is there a track that's shorter than, like, seven and a half minutes on that entire Ghost Reverie album? Um... The the softer ones actually both are atonement mm. is uh, five and a half minutes and hours of wealth are five and a half minutes and isolation years actually the only other there are eight tracks on this album and yeah. it runs in at sixty seven minutes long um, the yeah. the heavier tracks are all at least seven and a half minutes long I mean we're yeah. Ghost of Perdition's ten and a half minutes. Bang of the Hounds is almost eleven. Fucking Harlequin Forest, man. That that yeah. almost became this choice. Yeah, that um, split track. Yeah, because we talked about Harlequin Forest, like, because uh, this was this was last week's episode before we hit the snafu. Yeah. And you know, we often have these discussions, you know, off camera where we're like, hey, you know. I was going to, I'm surprised you didn't pick this song and you'll be like, yeah, I was going to pick that song, but I figured you'd probably bring it up. And yeah, yeah Harlequin Forest was, was, was my pick. And, uh, it's you know, almost it's, 12 minutes long and it doesn't bore you for a second. If you're into this type of music at all, prog or metal or anything, it's just, it, that's another fucking ride. I feel like if you listen to this track and you like it, you owe it to yourself to go listen to ghost reveries from start to finish. It's just that good. Yeah. I don't want to dampen your drive with this, this thing because it's, it's moving exactly how you would want people that are into this kind of style and like can buy into the brand. And Opeth finds this way. They make these long songs and, they don't feel it. They don't have like it's not you don't feel like you're working through this song. You don't feel like you're working through any of the tracks on this album. And kind of like the new Tool album, Waka Waka. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, people don't see the finger on the nose because you're not supposed to be touching your face right now. But <laughs> um, you're isolated. You're good. I am. Uh, I'm also spitting on my blue ball regularly, but um, <laughs> my blue snowball. Anyways, um, I. We should probably talk a little bit about, I mean, because these guys have put a lot of work in, and uh, Ghost Reveries is their eighth studio album, from what I'm seeing here. And uh, oh, that's uh, nuts. Yeah, and it's you know it's it's pretty outstanding because you know there's been one constant, and it's been Michael Ackerfeld. Um, he's been there since '92. Um, and he wasn't even the original lead singer did you know that yeah it looks like uh, there's a david eisberg that uh that i guess he probably gets a little bit of some writing credits i guess at that point but probably, yeah you know you don't you don't get to um i think know. michael was probably fucking with catatonia when opeth started but uh 
man. Yeah, he's been since at least since they started putting out albums, he's been the one steadfast. And I mean, between his guitar style and his lyrics and his vocals, which just I I've talked about Devin Townsend in length as far as somebody that can go from death metal growls to melodic singing. I don't know a better one than Michael Ackerfeld. It's unbelievable to me, just the range of this guy's vocals, because I don't think Debbie can go as deep as Michael. And I would, oh, here's, here's a sidebar. The two of them were flirting with the idea of starting a uh, project together not too long ago on Twitter. And let me just tell you if Michael Ackerfeld and Devin Townsend put out a project, you're going to want to get in on that. Yeah, sure. Um, it, now, I mean, again, this is a, this is another Scandinavian band from you. So like, what do you, what do you like about the, um, uh, you know, that sort of Nordic kind of, you know, ideal? I don't know. I don't know because like Opeth and Ghost, nothing alike in my opinion, other than the intricateness of the composition and everything and committing to the bit and committing to the concept and everything, I can't think of a, another correlation because Tobias Forge and Michael Agerfeld sound nothing alike, but no. I would I would love to hear them collab, especially the post-death uh, metal growls, Michael. Michael hasn't done anything like that since, uh, uh, shit watershed in 2008 i mean he'll still still do the death growls live but there hasn't been any death growls on an album since 2008 which really has caused a schism with the fans and i for one love the progressive shit just as much i really do some of my favorite opeth songs are just melodic prog but i mean it's really cool that he's just so well-versed with that death growl that I don't know a better death metal vocalist. Brennan Small from Death Clock, maybe, but that's about it. That's that's a novel that's a novel mention there, because uh, I think that's the second time <laughs> that, that Adult Swim's actually come up uh, yeah. during Heavy Metal Parking Lot. But, yeah. I mean, again, it goes to show you how well-versed uh, that is particular show and uh like that group was to uh to find you know to find themselves on here yeah Uh, i'm definitely gonna have to do an episode on it because he his story is unreal his story is just unreal that guy just blows my fucking mind because that's that band started as a joke yeah and ended up one of the best death metal bands ever in my opinion but anyhow well don't don't let me divert you too much from from this band because they obviously they've got enough to actually talk about here because to have 13 studio albums, four live DVDs and four live albums, mm-hmm. they put out a lot of product. And I, I mean, just in comparison, I'm I'm talking about a band that, that uh, t- uh, in the second part of the episode that has combined put out 22 total tracks. Wow. So uh, I I don't want to compare and contrast because they're, we're not talking about apples and oranges and that kind of thing. We're talking about two different bands that 
like the only thing that they have in common per se is the Atlantic Ocean separates us from them. Well, so, that's not true either. I mean, if it got its hooks in you and we have a show together, it has more of a connection than you're admitting to. But, you well, know, I, 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 I wholeheartedly want to endorse um, this. Uh, this, I mean, I'm sure it was meant like off collar and that kind of thing. Uh, but I, I, I want to share this with with uh, our listeners because I. I actually take it as a little bit of of a, of a compliment um, for all the meat that my partner gives on a regular basis. He he told me whenever I first gave him my uh, my, my band for the week, he's like, "You make me feel like a basic bitch whenever <laughs> I pick a band like Opeth, and like I actually have to dig for the <laughs> the band and the song that you actually want to play." And I'm like, "I don't know. Like I feel like a." Like I feel like a woman in a nursing home, and like I, I, I could have chocolate cake with like peanut butter icing, but I like <laughs> chocolate cake with like chocolate icing, and I say I like what I like. Yeah, and that's what I go with. But that's how I feel about this whole thing. Like, I mean, you have this like, like continuing fucking cycle of shit that you can provide for again bands that, you know. It's it's not again. They're not they're not light on work or anything like that. But I mean, at the same time, you know, I, you're the only guy that's wearing Opeth shirts that I know. I so. feel like I feel like at least on my end, I'm telling a narrative currently, which we're get outside of the narrative here and we're gonna get fuck weird with it on my end because a lot of these are like okay, we mentioned like Wackerfeld on the Devin episode. It's time to do a song we mentioned strapping young lad and gojira so here's a good fucking example here's a devin townsend with gojira you know and like uh i don't know i'm gonna get weird with it here soon probably not next week but uh pretty soon we're gonna start delving into the the weird lords of acid end of jeremy <laughs> i implore you when you listen to the song to pull up uh i mean don't know if spotify does i just got a spotify premium membership but i also have apple or uh, whatever the fuck it is apple music membership that will play the lyrics along with the song almost in like karaoke format but i implore you to when you're listening to this song at least during the death grab check out what the lyrics are saying of this it's very clearly what's going on he's literally singing to satan to come into him and he immediately regrets it. And by the end, he's like, just please leave. Just please leave. Let me die. Just please. <laughs> and, and it's like, you, you don't really know what you're doing, do you? But you should probably just chill out with the and Satan possess you. But Well, I'm actually kind of happy that you picked this particular type of uh, album because I, I eventually, came to learn that the the Kazaya uh, album from Protest Here that I picked was it was a concept album and I grew to appreciate um the tracks that were uh before and after it uh, to it to a greater extent yeah uh, after having you know read some of the interviews that Roddy Walker did uh which again very well spoken uh Oddly enough, very, very prevalent and active on on Instagram. Oh. Uh, 
yeah, I I wouldn't expect it. I mean, but he's a normal guy, so I like that too. A normal Canadian guy. Uh, I don't know if I needed to throw that in. It seems almost like hurtful uh, to include that after the fact, but I, I digress. Um, so, I mean, we'll just look because we're talking about the, you know, just some of the weight of of the lyrics from the Grand Conjuration. How do you feel that the uh, the hours of wealth and the isolation years tie uh, into like the 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 entirety of isolation years? Isolation years, Michael has said, has nothing to do with the concept. Um, mm-hmm. Hours of wealth, however, I feel like is the final like reconciliation with yourself that I've done bad things. I can't escape the bad things that I've done. Maybe it's time to just give in to it. And um, I love that song. Oftentimes, before I listen to the Green Conjuration, if I'm going to listen to it separately from the album, because truthfully, this is an album I like listening to front to back. Uh, honest to God. Like, I, I will listen to the fucking hour and ten minute thing. If I just want to listen to The Grand Conjuration, I will often listen to the previous song right before it. And it's just, if you want to talk about speak dichotomy all the time, but going between Our Wealth and Grand Conjuration are two sides of it, two different coins, man. It's crazy. Sure. And, like, it's, I understand that there's going to be, uh, situations where there are like like some some uh, like some aren't going to tie them together the same way you know like like maybe the same i don't know if it's it's not necessarily the same thought isn't put into it but maybe it's more a um i want this song on this album or i want this like i i want this uh this message on this album you know yeah. so uh we're gonna work it in and it's 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 fine where it's at. There's, there's not, there's not a problem there. No. There's and, no wrong. There's nothing wrong with isolation years at the end of this album. Ideally, the only thing that would make this album better in my eyes, if they hadn't put out the track deliverance, uh, prior on the album deliverance, mm-hmm. that's your final song. Like yeah. as far as finishing an arc, because it kind of just leaves it up in the air at the end of Grand Conjuration. If Deliverance was the end of this album, it would be a perfect fucking album. Just like between the crime and running and giving into it and then just assimilation and delivering yourself from evil, it would just be the perfect album. But truthfully, I don't think it would fit on the album. Sure. At least... I want a conventional deliverance is 13 and a half minutes long. And that's a track you should check out at some point if you haven't, because deliverance is just a wild ride. Uh, friend of the show, Nick Yarnell, that's how Mel and I started talking because he happened to see Opeth at Silver Spring, Maryland. And I'm like, man, I fucking want to be there. He's like, dude, they did the show with deliverance. I'm like, holy fucking shit. And it was just like, we were like baddies the whole time after that, you know? Yeah. And by the way, Yarn, you know, we miss you up here in PA. So, That's... you know, um, and we hope you're listening tonight. So, I mean, this could be a bonding episode here. And, Fuck uh, yeah, man. 
get call me. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I'll let you go out on this though. Um, obviously, you know, we're endorsing, I'm, uh, I'm going to beat a dead horse. Ghost reveries. You could, uh, definitely, I, if I were to throw a dart at Opeth albums and to start ghost reverie, it would be a one. I would want to start on deliverance and maybe like blackwater park. Like, uh, Ghost Reveries, though, is the most uh, finite concept album of the bunch, I think. Mm. And uh, I think it would be a good place to start. That's it's odd. And again, those great minds. You, know, you would never know we took last week off. I was actually going to see if there was something that you could lob out there for um, people that just kind of want to dip their toes into a path and get the idea of what Michael Ackerfeld brings and, you know, maybe not want to commit 10, uh, 10 minutes and 21 seconds um, to um, that toe dip. Deliverance and damnation is where you want to start. Deliverance is like the death metal vocals, heavy metal version. It's like a double album. I think it came out six months apart, like uh, Hypnotize and Mesmerize by System of a Down. And um, I think they came out like six months or a year apart. And Deliverance is metal. Damnation is all acoustic. A mm. uh, little bit of behind the curtain. It, I almost chose to rip disease from Damnation for this episode. And Michael thinks it's one of the darkest songs he's ever written. And just... I don't know, listen to it. It, it kind of started to infect me a little bit when I was listening to the song. It's like, I don't think I can constructively talk about this song. And it was, <laughs> the alternative was a song about being assimilated by Satan. So, I mean, this song, while acoustic, is one of the most metal songs I've ever heard. So I think you should check out that double album if you want to just dip your toes into a path and, hey, I don't the harsh vocals then check out damnation it's their acoustic album it's really fucking good and if you're if you're all over that but you're also a gamer um you may have already heard ghost of perdition because it was on the soundtrack for the saints row 2 game for uh, for playstation 3 and xbox uh 360 and xbox one Leech. and uh, it was also dlc for the uh, rock band 3 so oh my god yeah. I didn't know that. That's awesome. You could jam along. Uh, I, I, apparently, all four, all four parts. You could play. Uh, uh, you could play both guitar parts. Uh, uh, you could you could sing it and you could do the you could you could drum it up too. So uh, I think I would do so well with that. I got to work on my death metal vocals, but uh, without well, without further ado, this song is almost eleven minutes long, folks. So I hope you enjoy the grand conjuration and we'll be back with Derek's choice here in a minute. See you then.
Thank you. Well, uh, welcome and back. Go. <laughs> and go. Uh, welcome and back go. to and go and Van Go. And I'm done, I, anybody, does anybody have an ear for for music? Well, if you do, you should listen to Darwin's Family Crest presents Heavy Metal Parking Lot. This is the fifth episode, and we're on my selection. Um, please don't turn it off. Um, before <laughs> before I get into it, I, I I had this. I was really torn between a couple of tracks, um, and I'll talk briefly about the track that I was going to pick. Um, it's from 1982. Some of you are like older, you know types might actually remember it um it's a track by asia and it's called the heat of the covid you know like you, you know you got me in the heat of the covid you know yeah. seeing what getting a bat can do you know you know those... i was i was buying into that you fucker <laughs> <laughs> it's like really we could do that next week why are you why are you exposing this we could we could continue this for fuck you <laughs> Well, anyways, um, I, I I had another verse too. It, it, it involved a wet market, and um, um, but it's all gonna get scratched because unfortunately today I want to talk about the hurt process, and uh, I say unfortunately because um, they're a little short-lived. Um, they were only around for an aggregate about four years. Uh, they received uh, they received um, you know pretty pretty moderate push um they're they're from the uk so um there was a big drive um whenever they put out um they they had two eps that were that were released um in their hometown of wells england i guess it's turnbridge wells honestly um and uh, they were together all of again they were getting all of three and a half years they put out two albums uh their first one is called drive by monologue it's a solid album but uh it's not the one we're talking about tonight uh the one we're talking about is a heartbeat behind it was released in 2005 in the summer and uh this is a this is an album that it reminds me so like warmingly and like subtly of um bands like hidden in plain view and uh the union underground uh and even bands like the rentals or like uh, we're gonna get into a couple of other seriously metal 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 bands like index case and remembering never um and then the upcoming uh even even scarlet coming up here in the next couple of weeks i was gonna uh, say from autumn to ashes but from autumn to ashes has four studio albums i didn't realize that i'll have to dig into that anyhow yeah yeah, yeah the yeah um the fiction we live was their second album and oh, man. That's uh that's the a one that's a burn that's a burner of an album too i mean there's there's uh uh you know that first album is just is just it's just flame but i mean that the the next one's a scorcher too but uh the track seven off of a heartbeat behind is the is the uh track we're getting into tonight it's called take to you and this was one of those albums that I felt like it set up every track so blissfully. Like they just, they knew it's, it's almost like they didn't feel like they were going to be around very long. So they just put every, they framed everything so well. They put every track just on this gorgeous, tiny little platter. And 
they just they just hammer it and like it, it's a little bit different it's a different it's a change of pace for the average victory record release you know who puts out a lot of punk albums you know they yeah. put out a lot of real big fish and shit like that so you know like you know the volume's really important to them so for them to sign on a band you know after you know this 2002 like very very limited and like I'm sorry, 2003 was Drive-By Monologue. And it's, again, it's a solid album. Uh, again, if you're into that, I mean, I, I love that metalcore sound. And that's what they bring. They bring it in fucking spades. Um, they're a little of, they remind me a little bit of like a Treyu, but a Treyu um, with a super, super pronounced like British like dialect that they speak in and but their their soft parts their soft parts are very very like almost armor for sweet ar- sorry armor for sleep kind of har- harmonic yeah so and and again i'm going to i i'm definitely going to be doing an armor for sleep track at some point uh going forward so um what to do when you're dead is absolutely a i mean I, we've been doing these, these chain mail fucking, uh, lists, um, of top 10 ish types of, of albums. And I guarantee you what to do when you're dead is going to be on there. Um, you know, again, it's this sort of taking back Sunday, but also metalcore kind of feel, uh, hot and cold runs very, very hot and cold. Um, yeah. maybe you can tell me, like I said, I, I, honest we, to God, never even this. heard of them. How fucking yeah. wild is that? For it to yeah. make that much of an impression on you, and I never even heard of them. That's fucking awesome. I'll have to dig into that. But uh, if nothing else, even if fans currently, I mean, we're we're building a fan base, but even if the fans aren't buying into what we're selling each other at this point, at least we're selling it to each other. Just like that Facebook fucking meme thing we were doing the last week and a half. I, I love it. Like, and That's I... Right. I could not adhere to 10 albums that quote unquote impacted me. I mean, the most recent one I threw down too, cause it's like, fuck you. I don't adhere to social norms. You know? No, I mean, I, I, I had a, I had this ulterior motive for, for 10 that I was going to do. Um, and I ended up dropping that tonight and that sort of backfired on me a little bit, but whatever. I mean, we have fun. Um, I, but I, I should, I mean, I, to not undersell this sort of endorsement, um, anyone that's actually following that kind of gr- that metalcore sort of sound, that sort of feel, um, they're going to be right at home, um, with, with, with take to you. Um, and, and it's, it's almost novel in a way to hear metalcore done sort of eloquently in a way i guess yeah. like it's it's almost uh you know kind of you know like 2 pmt like like pinky finger up kind of metalcore but i kind of feel like from the outsider looking in having never heard this uh band this album etc the closest thing i had to compare it to for a uh just a you know, fly by night metalcore fan would be like as I lay dying's uh what the fuck album was it with the moon in the skull. It reminds me of that. And it's like right. it probably shouldn't at all, but what the fuck is the name of that album now? I'm getting pissed myself off. 
I so. I had a I mean if you don't mind like I'll step in here real quick and because I because I had a comp too. Um, it reminds me the way that they that it's framed up like it it they frame their tracks up almost the way that August Burns Red does, and I appreciate yeah. that about them. Like like they like any of these tracks can can exist in like in in themselves on their own and i listened to the album probably five or six times just in the last two days straight through and i realized that that like there's not a weak track on here and like most of them could be that third or fourth kind of track on the album that like really solidifies and really knocks home what you, you know what you're driving for um Right. Yeah. yeah. No, I got you with yeah with with uh, shadows. And shadows security. are security. Yeah. Security. Sorry. Damn. I I my eyesight. My eyesight is just so terrible, my dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I mean, I was I was reading with a a mind that has two faces. Uh, that's track four on this on on this heartbeat behind disc. And uh, I I it's one of those albums that that um you'll you'll go and you'll go through and you'll listen to it and you're like all right well um. I can get away with skipping track six and you're right. Okay. But it's, it's, I mean, cause again, they don't, they don't have, they don't have a lot in common, but it, I don't think they were meant to because they didn't make it past um, 2006 being together. And the bummer yeah. for me is that, is that they got back together for a very, very brief point in 2019. And like, there was this really, really strong movement that they were going to get back into the into the um uh into the studio and it i i guess it fell through because i there was like this four month block where there was the people were writing about it um you know ap wrote about it and uh consequences of sound had some stuff on it too um which i thought was cool um and uh i i think uh, there was another one me it might have been karang or something like that that was also um in on them and i was like damn like like who else is like legit listening to this shit but the only reason that i had heard of them is because from working at fye and i i just i there were times that i it sounds really stupid but we didn't have any like customers between like nine and like 10 30 in the morning so like they would ask me to go through and like check for stolen product and make sure that everything kind of looked on the up and up so i just kind of went through and i was like i just want to look through like like interesting band names and i swear to god yep. my yep. my only my only rubric was well three to five name three to five words to the name tends to be pretty good so yeah. like uh, so like i mean it's it's how i actually it's how i started listening to between the buried and me you know yeah. the hurt process you know armor first sleeve um yep. you know it's it's uh from first to last i it's 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 how i it's how i kind of just in a, in a in a way sort of you know like I, I it was it was my own dumbass dewey decimal i guess at that point who cares so, whatever works right found yeah. some good shit with it yeah but i what what's going to pull you in for for take to you is uh like it's right around the i think it's the two no i'm sorry it's like the the like the 340 mark the 335 340 mark there is a just a just a sinister sinister breakdown and is and the lyrics are just they're really they're just cut and dry you know um it's just i know i'll take to you like a shot to the heart if you listen to what i have to say and that's it 
You know, it's it it's there's not it's not complicated. Just you know, it, it, I mean if you're that's buying, all it takes. Yeah, if you're yeah. buying into it and you're sitting here and you're listening to it, like you're you're already there. You're already you know like again if you're seven tracks in on this and then they drop the absolute hammer of this entire album seven tracks in i mean you're in for the last three and you probably bought into the first six at least we're not talking about opeth here with your with your 13 albums and your your four live and your four boxes and um i i i think they've uh they may have suspenders and a casket too um (laughs) I'll have to yeah, check on probably. that, but um, I don't have a bunch on these guys, and it kind of it kind of bums me out. I would like to talk about more, like more tracks, like like a mind with two faces is is a great track on four. Uh, Heartbeat behind uh, that three four block, it's as good. I mean, it's it's a top twenty block in my in, like in in the back to backs that happens, you know. Yeah. There's just not a there, there's not a lot of weak shit on this album, and it's and. You know, for for a band that has legit, they've got they've got no kind of cred. Like, I mean, other than being on Victory, you know, they they need guys like me to endorse this shit. So that's why, you know, my segment of Heavy Metal Parking Lot, you know, it's it, it it's gonna have to do for for it's my boy. It's gonna have to do. <laughs> it's gonna have to do, man. I mean, I I I'm not even sad about that, you know. Like, Heavy I, metal parking lot, fucking deal with it. It was my choice, not yours. <laughs> I look, I, I I think it would be, I think it'd be fucking dope if anybody listening from the Hurt Process or even fucking anybody from Protest the Hero, you know, because again, <laughs> I've. I've I've talked about some obscure shit on here, but oh, um, please reach out to us. We'll interview your ass. We'll give you an hour. I don't care. <laughs> for, yeah. For God's sakes. I mean, like I, when I found out Roddy white has like a top 10, like octave capability from his voice standpoint, I was like, like, I, like who else on this list, you know, could we potentially get? I mean, I was like, I would like, dude, I love hockey. Come on. Can you, you should come on here. I like, look, no, look, we, we do a hockey. We do a hockey podcast. It's fine. Yeah, we'll talk about the Leafs and Trust shit. Me. It'll be great. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be solid. We'll hammer it. Um, uh, but no, look, this is. I mean, again, I I don't. You know, that's 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 probably what I got for for a heart a heartbeat behind. Um, it's it's a tidy listen. You know, it's like it's like just short of forty minutes. Um, uh, I the one thing it's a little hard to find right now. Um, I I'm. I'm a little bummed out that I can't, or that I, I, I can't find my actual physical copy um, of the disc with the liner notes and that kind of thing, because uh, that album is selling for like $35 on, really? Uh, really? Yeah, on Amazon. And it's even more expensive on, on, uh, on eBay and shit. Like um, I'm finding that, that my taste in music is so obscure that it's hard to find anymore. So yeah. Um, but whatever, dude. I mean, I, I, I like being one of a kind and, um, I guess technically a heartbeat behind. So again, uh, (laughs) we took to you tonight, um, to, uh, to, to listen to our two tracks and, uh, I hope you had fun with us, man. Um, we enjoy doing this every, every week that we can. And I'm kind of bummed out that we missed last week, but, um, you know, we're uh, we're happy to be here with you tonight, and uh, we hope you guys are staying safe. And <clears throat> you guys are doing that whole mask thing, and you know, 
you're just taking care of one another. Washing your fucking hands. Wash your fucking hands, boys and girls. And don't suffer stupidity, please. My God. Pretty much. That stupid shit is not washing your hands right now. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm still sad that people need to be told that in today's day and age. But, you know, so it goes. So I guess we're going to play your song. And that'll be it for this week. We will catch you next week with surprise songs because I'm going to stop telegraphing moves, I think, because people could be like, yeah, I don't like Opeth. I'm going to just tune out. So you'll be surprised like Derek will be next week. I will be surprised. No, no, you know, you know me well at this point. (laughs) We love you guys. Love you guys. We'll see you next time. Later lights.
Hey guys, if you got to this point again in the show, I just want to throw it out there that we are just fans of music in general, and we own none of this music. I would just like to say that Darwin's Family Crest, Heavy Metal Parking Lot, do not own any of it. We do it as homage to these bands for our love of the game, and uh, hey, we'll see you next time. Don't forget where you parked.